Every day, our world is shifting and changing. New technology, new traditions, new relationships, responsibilities, and challenges. How can you keep up? Welcome to the New Rules for Your Life and Your Business podcast, where transformation specialist Holly Rovinger and her expert guests, along with everyday people, have conversations on how to survive and thrive in this new world that's continually redefining itself. Whether you decide to listen for the motivation, the education, entertainment, engagement, or inspiration, you'll want to tune in weekly. Here now with all the new rules for your life and your business is your host, Holly Rovinger. Welcome once again to New Rules for Your Life and Your Business. As you know, I'm Holly Rovinger, and as always, just thrilled to have you here. As you can remember and tell from the introduction, the purpose of this podcast is to provide information to help you not only survive, but thrive in our rapidly changing world. I joke always that we're morphing into the Jetson era, but there are some inventions, developments that are proving this is becoming more and more of our new reality. Apple TV, the GPS systems, and now the new cars that actually drive for us. To me, this is incredibly amazing. And how about the rapidly changing technology, especially on the Internet? We no sooner learn one skill than a new one presents itself. I never thought in my lifetime we would have phone TV where we could actually see the people we are speaking with. Again, remember the Jetsons. So the new technology is definitely a positive. But the flip side is we have drifted and have lost a lot of the general etiquette of life. And I believe we need to get back to basics. And doing this will also help stop the overwhelm, the frustration, the feelings of I can't keep up with it all that a lot of people are feeling. And part of my mission is to help you step into your best life, which means engaging and being present, whether it be in your personal or professional life or both, depending on your situation. Only then, by engaging, can you become empowered and then elevate the way you are living. With that in mind, I choose my guest to interview that will give you tips, tricks, strategies, and advice to help you. They are gracious enough to share their stories so you can not only learn from them, but become inspired and motivated to be and do your best. So the topic for today is learning how to play and be flexible. And I am so, so, so excited for my special guest today. Um, Her name is Flo Bradley. Hey, Flo. Hi, Holly. How are you? I'm great, thanks. And before we get into our conversation, I'm just going to um, introduce you to the audience how we met, and I'll read your bio. And um, Flo and I met online. Actually, I believe it was through Facebook, right? That's correct, yes. We uh, met yeah, a few years we, ago. Yeah, a few years ago we met. And again, uh, my audience knows I, I do teach networking and how to network on a purpose for success. So I think you and I are a perfect example of doing that with each other. We um, went back and forth on, pay, on Facebook. We, you know, kind of supported each other. We answered each other's questions. And then we took it offline, which, again, is everything that I tell people, you know, engage, be present, and really, you know, make a meaningful relationship. And over the course of time, I'd like to feel that we've become friends. You know, we not only spoke on the phone, but I think it was last year, Flo was in Atlanta, at a, um, a convention or a meeting, and I drove there to meet her in person, and she is just a little firecracker. <laughs> um, I, I, I sometimes joke, I, I tell Flo, I think she's like, uh, that's how I 
I should have been at that age what you are now, so I think you're going to be just unstoppable because I, you know, kind of grew into myself, but you're, like, already there. I see a lot of uh, myself in you, you know, but you're, you're, like I said, a younger version, which which is fabulous. You'll have that much more to share with everybody. So well, I appreciate that, Holly, and I feel the exact same way about you, and I'm receiving that. Oh, thanks. Yeah, thanks, thanks. I do appreciate that, too. And it's funny how people are connected, and you and I both believe in the universe and people being put in your path for different reasons, and I, I definitely believe that, you know, was one of the reasons we met. So before we talk about your new world, let me just read your bio. I, I just love everything, you know, you're doing and have done. Flo says in her bio, live on purpose and with purpose. Just love that. She's the founder and CEO of FloBradley.com, an online training and personal development site dedicated to helping people to design a life of their own aspiration. Her heart of service expands beyond her clientele, and she has worked with many nonprofit organizations as a volunteer, a director, and board member. Currently, she is co-founding a school in her community whose vision is to create a core of academically capable, socially conscious, and mentally disciplined young leaders in her city of Meridian, Mississippi. In addition, Flo is a blogger, a motivational speaker, and trainer, and has guest lectured at the University of Western Alabama, was a keynote speaker at, I'm hoping I'm saying this right, Agape Storehouse. Apostolic Church's Financial Empowerment Program. She loves to design and host seminars to meet the needs of her community. Just, I love that flow. And she created the Life Vision Workshop, Facebook 101 Workshop, and most recently the Passion Party Workshop, which will assist people to tap into their purpose and utilize both online and offline vehicles to help manifest them. She also finds the time to do contract work, and this year she was the initial manager of a political campaign, successfully assisting the first black mayor of her city, Percy Bland, win against the incumbent. Well, kudos to you on that. Fabulous. And she does all this while raising two beautiful children and having a wonderful relationship with her husband. And her personal motto of how she does it all, life is a gift, and I want to play with what is inside. So, Flo, that is that is fabulous. And so let's, let's just jump in with your new rule, which is connecting with your childlike creative spirit and feeling free to reinvent yourself constantly. So tell me, yeah, tell me why you came up with that and and why you think it's important. Oh, my goodness. Well, <clears throat> I just want to acknowledge you, uh, Holly, for having this this podcast, firstly. I mean, this can help change and shift so many people um, and get them out of their current par- paradigm. So I'm excited to hear the other guests that are on and what they contribute, and I'd love to see when people start listening and corresponding with you how some of this, what we're talking about has help impact them. So I'm really excited about this project, and I'm very honored to be here. But as far as getting into that childlike state and and how I really came up with this concept and and why I think it's important um, as a new rule for personal excellence and development and and getting to the next level is really I'm inspired by my own children. And um, when I became a mother before that, you know, I was just living the life. I was a professional dancer at one point in my life. I was an actress. I didn't have children. 
and, um, you know, it was all me focused and very, I was always just second guessing myself if I was worthy enough for this audition, if I could get this particular role, you know, that would validate me. And I was in constant state of worry and angst. And when I have my own children, you know, I think there's nothing more humbling than having a child. One, they don't care how you look. If you're corporate in your corporate, you know, gear, they're going to spit up on you. <laughs> I remember walking into my child's, you know, I had something to do, and they had decided to paint the walls with their poop that day. So they're, they're, <laughs> it's so humbling to be a mother and to have children. But, you know, as they develop and grow, you develop and grow with them. So um, if you notice how they just play and they're always changing and, and, and they're so creative and they really believe what they're doing. If people go to my site, bradley.com, I actually talk about how we love family movie night and one of the programs that we watched kind of recently in an 80s clip called The Explorers with Ethan Hawke when he was a young kid. I don't know if you remember it, Holly, but they go into other space. River Phoenix is in it as well and Corey Feldman. And the next day, my kids erected a spaceship in my living room. Oh, and fun. That, it was so, it was just amazing and beautiful to watch. And um, another instance of just kind of watching them and learning from them is, and I wrote about this in an article called Weeding Out the Garden. My daughter um, picked grass, and she wanted me to take these weeds, as, as I call them, and turn them into flour because she wanted to make bread. And so we actually went on exploration and doing that. We actually ended up making bread, not from the weeds, but my friend happened to have a, um, a bread maker, so we did that. But I really just championed her creativity, and that actually helped champion mine as well. You know, I've never made bread at all. And I was like, you want to do this project, and it was inspired by my child. Um, so that's what I'm really talking about is getting into that innocent state, not living in complacency and what's available, but really just using your imagination to get you to wherever you want to go and knowing that the only limits that you put are on yourself are the ones that you plant in yourself. And uh, that's what, I, what I'm really talking about getting into that childlike state. Right. So your childlike state. And also, like you said, it's it's playing a little bit. It's getting out of your regular routine and doing something that you don't normally do like you did with the bread making and you know as I'm sitting and listening to you I'm thinking oh my god you just so empowered her like you just validated that hey I can have good ideas look my mom is acting on my idea you empowered her and yourself at the same time because you would never done this activity so absolutely and you know, the bread was really good <laughs> oh good <laughs> we, had What's the- we had a dinner party we had made spaghetti so it's very social but um I mean, how you can do this in your own business um, is not say static. And I, I, you mentioned that I, uh, and I, I put this in my bio that I have lectured at the university level. And I remember I was meeting with a group of students, and whenever I start my lectures, I always ask them questions. And this one was a class on professionalism. And the instructor gave me carte blanche to talk about whatever I wanted to talk about. And I always begin with the students, and I ask them, why are you here? What are some of your goals? I love asking those questions from everyone I interact with, but especially students, because you think, okay, they're young. They must have all of these 
amazing dreams and desires. But again, we're talking about seniors, and I'll tell you, Holly, it was really sad because not one of them raised their hand and, and, and offered a goal. And so I said, well, do you want to graduate? <laughs> and they were like, yeah, we want to graduate. And then I got into, what do you want to do? What do you want to be? And one said an accountant. I was like, okay, great. Why do you want to be an accountant? And they didn't know. They wanted to go on and get another degree because that was the path that someone really kind of outlined for them. They said, okay, you're great at math, be an accountant. But when I ask a child the same question, you know, I'll get a myriad of answers from, and I'm just going to stick with my daughter here, but she's wanted to be a musician, an artist, and I, she wanted to be um, a musical artist. I asked her, what did she want to play? What musical instrument do you want to play? And she goes, Mommy, I want to rock the microphone. I was like, you go, girl. Yeah, I love that. <laughs> Good. And, you know, that's a dream because she's she's not blocked by society, like you say, like pushing them into a little pattern or a block, like this is what you must do. And I don't know if you'd agree with this, but I think that's why we have a lot of dissatisfied adults because they're in careers, they're doing things that they don't really enjoy. You know, I lived, I think I told you I lived in New Jersey for seven months last year and honestly stepping back and observing a lot of the people, I really categorize them like hamsters on a wheel. Like they get up, they go to work, they eat, they come home, you know, watch a little TV, go to sleep. Like there's there's like, I don't see the enjoyment of life. I don't see the happiness, which is what you're talking about. Exactly. And it, and it's sad because people do things for the wrong reasons, I feel. They don't really get in touch with that soul, that, that purpose. And that's what I help people manifest and, and create for themselves is getting into that dreamlike, childlike state where they want to be the astronaut, they want to be the explorer, and it's okay to do that. I mean, I know people... My husband's a fighter pilot, and, you know, we interact with a lot of people. He's about to transition into commercial airlines, hopefully flying for Delta. That's one of our goals. But that's one of his goals. He has an interview next week. And, you know, he also wants to eventually have his own gym. We're very healthy. We know other pilots who have gone on to – we have one that's going to be a dentist next. So it's, you don't have to stay static. There are so many examples of people that do different things. And that is all goes back to that creative side, that innate, really light that, that God, source of whoever you believe in or don't believe in, puts inside you and is very evident when you're younger. And I believe, and as we talked about, you know, society kind of beats that out of you. There are 12 years, formative years that we go to school. Why does it take that long? Does it have to take that long? I, I honestly feel that, and I'm, I love education, but I feel like the structured part of education disables people from really living a life that they that they deserve. You know, everything is very serious. Pay attention, all this, which is important for socialization, but for that um, entrepreneurial spirit and just really living a life again that you want to live. Um, I think it kind of castrates people a little bit. And, and, you know, you ask questions. I ask questions to people all the time. You know, what do you want to do? What do you want to be? And um, it gives a lot of vacant stares or people will say whoever is hiring or I want to, why do you want to go into nursing? Well, because it's a great field and it's paying right now. Well, that's a really sad reason to do something, especially when you're in nursing and you're supposed to go do it because you care about people. And that's sometimes the response that you'll, that you'll get. And, and that's not even authentic. Um, and it shows in the work, and it shows in the depression that I feel a lot of people have these days. 
you know, um, people, I'm, we're, we're speaking right now, and I do a lot of public speaking, Holly. I know that you do a lot of public speaking. You're about to be a speaker at an event in a, in a couple of days of 3,000 people. Congratulations. Thank you. Um, you know, public speaking, people, that's the biggest fear of a lot of people. Um, people will say that they'd rather die than public speak, but I saw and I can't remember where I saw or heard this, but do you know what is um, more fearful than public speaking for people no. before they die? It is, as Dr. Wayne Dyer says, dying with the music inside of them, dying without finding out their purpose. And that's really sad, and I feel like our society makes us live in a box instead of breaking through it and saying, you know what, Let's, there's a lot of things outside of this box that we can be exploring. And I really encourage people to constantly reinvent themselves. I've done that myself in many capacities. Right. Well, both. Of, I think that's why we get along so well. Both of us have. I, I, you know, I remember years ago people saying, "I can't believe you reinvented yourself again," and I kind of felt like they were putting me down at that point. And now, like you say. Yeah, I'm kind of proud that I did that. I just I want to interrupt you because I was trying to get back to where you were talking about school and how it's so disciplined. And, and I'm a, a big, big proponent of education, but I do feel that it needs to be modified, um, specifically with two big areas. That one, entrepreneurship needs to be introduced into education and financial literacy that both of you and I believe in very strongly. I think those are two huge gaps in our formal education. Um, I know, I don't know how your family feels about you, but my whole family thinks I'm such an oddball because I am an entrepreneur through and through, and, and like you, I just love it. I mean, it, it lights a fire in me, and my music is being sung. I will not die with that inside of me. So I think that needs to be told in schools, you know, Educate people that, yeah, it's okay. And maybe you do need to have multiple streams of income, which is something that I teach and I know you do as well. So, yeah, you may have that formal job, but do what you like and then make the extra money doing something else. Don't box yourself in to a career that you're not happy with. Absolutely. And there is something very important about working a traditional job, if you, especially if you don't have the mentors and the skills to go out there and become an entrepreneur. And I think that's why it's important to actually teach it in the school system so people will develop those. But there are examples everywhere, and I think it's very important to latch on to mentors. Both of you and I, Holly, have mentors, and that is definitely something that has helped us, you know, in our success and will continue to, and anyone really. Um, no one is ever self-made. <laughs> don't let anyone tell you, oh, I'm a self-made anything. It, it just doesn't exist. And they don't do it overnight either, no matter what they say. <laughs> Does not Absolutely. happen. Yeah, like the joke, is, the joke is, sorry, then I'll let you go on. The joke is when someone says, where did you come from? Oh, my God, you were an overnight success. And they say, yeah, for the last 12 years, I'm an overnight success. <laughs> exactly. I mean, there's this, it, just, it does not exist. Even the people on um, American Idol, I mean, they have hustled on cruise ships. I remember Jennifer Hudson, she, um, she works on a cruise ship. And, you know, that's very grueling non-stop work seven days a week. So, you know, she did pay her dues before. She went out there and belted some amazing songs and won her Oscar, but she, she definitely she definitely paid her dues. Um, and she, she had prepared her for that moment on Idol. But um, but as far as just, you know, entrepreneurship and, and, and working a traditional nine-to-five until you get those skills, you know, Jim Rohn says work 
full-time on your job and part-time on your fortune. Um, you can put any word in there, future, passion, whatever. Um, and I think it is important, too, again, as we said, to constantly reinvent, not stay stagnant, even if you love your job. It is important to um, do something that you love that isn't even your job. You know, you doesn't, we're not talking all the time about financial gain. We're talking about spiritual growth as well. And I don't mean in a God sense. I mean in a, a sense of fulfillment. Um, I mean, I don't necessarily mean in a God sense. If that's your thing, absolutely embrace that. But, I mean, there's so many, uh, uh, there's so many things that are um, that are valuable and personally um, spirit growing that you can that you can do. Now, the, the school that I'm doing right now, I mean, this is an example of one of them. It, it combines not just a passion project, you know, bringing this. It's an, actually an after school and summer enrichment program where these students will take eight trips throughout the year. And the students in Mississippi, where I live currently, I'm a, a transplant from Boston. You know, my husband's moving all the time. We've, this is the place that we have landed currently. And, um, you know, when I look at my community, I had to put my child in private school um, because the, the education system here is not um, – it's, 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 there are definitely some deficiencies. And so we're looking to change that. You know, why stay – why stay, maintain the status quo? You know, we as citizens can get up, come together, and make a decision for our future and our future students. And that's what myself and other leaders in our community have decided to do. Um, and so one piece of it, one component of it is an entrepreneurial side. The students will actually um, write their own plays, and they'll perform them all over the South. And this is a modeled school. So this school, it's not like we are taking this from nothing and manifesting this. We actually have a benchmark, a school that's called the Sunflower Freedom Project that has been in existence now for 15 years. And the students who go through this program, and we're talking an area where 40% of the students don't even make it out of high school. They are 25% um, behind in the SAT, in this and the ACT and the population, um, there's no in- industry, there's nothing there really. There's a lot of alcohol and abuse and, and things like that. And these students who go through our program, it's a six-year program, they go on to college 100%, they graduate 100%, and we will now actually have our first um, lawyer. You know, there's, we have a, a student who is in law school right now from um, this program. So we're bringing this program with our first satellite office or site to my, my town of Meridian, Mississippi. So so that's what I mean. It does not have to be. There's no financial gain here for me. It's all about I'm excited to pass on one of my – I live into a mission statement, and I encourage people to live into a mission statement. And one of my, my pieces is being a mentor because I was mentored to the, the generations um, below me and elevate them up as well. And this is my contribution to the world. And I, and I feel as if when you're doing something that you're excited about, you know, even if you're not excited in your job, you can always latch on to see where there's a need. Um, there's nothing that gets you out of your way than really helping out your fellow human beings um, and, uh, and knowing that we're here for all, all spiritual common cause. So. Well, you just mentioned something about how people can become, you know, more childlike, tap more into their their passion, their purpose, you know, their music that's inside of them. 
Mm-hmm. You said how they can accomplish it by writing a mission statement. Do you have any, you know, guidelines or advice for people, you know, on how to do this? Because I know some people hear a mission statement, they're like, oh, my God, you know, how do I do that? <laughs> I, I do, actually. How I develop my mission statement, there are, there are programs that you can go in online. You can just type them out, mission statement. Um, Nightingale Conant, or Content, I can never pronounce that right. <laughs> I'm not sure if you're familiar with it, but if you just hit Nightingale, if you know Earl Nightingale, Nightingale. He's a personal development leader. He actually, he'll, they'll send you an email every day. One of the ones that I just received was how to create your mission statement. But um, if you're unfamiliar with how to create one, there are online resources. Just put how to create. <laughs> Google any, You can Google anything and find out anything. But it really should be what's important to you. And what I try to do is I, not only with myself, but also with my clients, I have them look at core values and health, spirituality, family, business, finance, community, and giving back, learning, extracurricular activities, and fun are some of the pieces, and there could be more, but these are the ones that I have people start with, and then they can put in their own. These happen to be mine. are great benchmarks for creating that mission statement. I'll read mine here. I've had mine um, actually before I started living this balance structure, and I've never really shifted it or changed it to incorporate all these pieces. But I think that this is a great way to kind of start to think, okay, what are my goals in all these specific areas? What are my goals in health? What are my goals in spirituality, family, business, finances? How am I going to give back and make a contribution? What am I going to be learning and constantly growing? And and what am I doing to have fun? You need to let your hair down. You can't just you can't just be all about giving back and work and you know even family. Like sometimes I just need to get a massage. <laughs> Absolutely. Um, in fact, I used to have a massage therapist who came to my house after I finished my work day. Kids were in bed at nine o'clock. She's massaging for an hour and a half. She's since moved, but I love this woman. So I get my massage and um, even have my glass of wine and go to bed. <laughs> it was great. It was very therapeutic, and I was really on point the next day. But, well, uh, what you just said was key. Yeah, mm-hmm. by doing that, and um, I don't know if you know this, I, I have a book on Amazon on teaching people how to be good to themselves, and one of those things is having a massage and having a glass of wine as well, just you know for relaxation. But what you just said was you were on point for the next day, and that's something people don't really key into, Flo, is that by taking yourself away from your work, away from your family, yeah. away from everything, and doing something else will not only keep you focused, but it will increase your productivity immensely. Yes, you need to do that daily. I mean, not the massage, but you need to find great <laughs> fun, laughing. We talked about laughter, how it increases your life and, and whatnot and your enjoyment. I mean, 90-minute intervals, a lot of high achievers talk about working in 90-minute intervals and then taking a break and doing something that is either relaxing, whether listening to music or whatever it is. It doesn't have to be something huge, but it's important too. you know, I would say quarterly to celebrate whatever successes you have and go out and take a vacation with your family. We took seven trips last year, maybe seven or eight trips, and there were many staycations, but reintegrating with ourselves, no... Facebook, no electronics, just getting involved, getting and staying connected with our family. But it goes back to those core values and what's important to you. But my mission statement is this, and I wrote this probably now 10 years ago. Um, Yeah, 10 years ago. I want to be a lover of life, to embrace the beauty of my life's journey, taking risks if it means achieving my goals, 
Even if the path isn't straight or lit, and I stumble over rocks and bumps that send me crashing to the ground, I promise to never stay down. While there is still sweet breath marinating in my lungs, I'll rise, retrace my steps, learn the root of my fall, change it, avoid it, conquer it, and move on. My heart I'll fill with the love of my family, relationships, and faith in the Lord. This will help me on my journey. Material wealth is not important to me. I just want the fruits of my labor to yield happiness, not only for me, but for everyone that I encounter. I want to be a mentor for the generations after me. Overall, whatever I do, I want to leave a legacy of living on purpose and with purpose. So that was written 10 years ago. That's beautiful. Beautiful. Thank you. And anything that I do has to align with that. Anything. And so if it doesn't align with that, I know it's not for me because it's not part of my mission. And I really think it will help people. And I, I, I mean, I'll tell you, I went and took the LSAT, thought I was going to go to a law school, but it didn't align with that mission statement. It did not align. I really knew that I didn't want to do that. I wanted to do that because my parents wanted me to do that. I, I went to the law school admission council, saw all these beautiful, amazing houses, and I said, I want to live in those houses. I can do that being a lawyer, but I can do that doing other things. That's what I discovered. When money is at the root of things or other people are at the root of things, you're not living authentically. When you look at kids, and this is tapping it back to getting into that creative childlike state, they draw messes. They create messes and they draw messes, and it's all beautiful. It is all a beautiful mess, Um, and it, it gets packed up on my wall, and they're proud of it. Be proud of what you create, and do not let anybody make you color in those lines. Because those lines are going to be the death of you. What creates life is the novelty of life, the newness of it, the freshness of it, that childlike state. And I really encourage everyone to, to you know, listen to this podcast, really get tap into those core values that are all your own, and start living in an authentic um, unspirited life that you're going to be happy with. And we all have an expiration date. You know, one of the exercises I do with my students, too, is I have them write out what they want people to say about them when they die. It's a very great exercise. I don't know if you've ever done that. But do you want people to say, oh, I was really super busy doing something in nursing because somebody told me that it was good, (laughs) that I'd be good at it? Uh, Sad is sad. You don't want that. You don't, you want to, you want to have gone places and been places and seen things and experience life. Um, and I really thank you for your, you know, for, for your, your, your invitation, Holly. This has been a great experience and excellent and excited to help people um, and um, really empower them to, to do what they want to do. Well, and it's, you know what, it's great what you brought out too, and I think, I really do believe most people aren't aware to do this, is People sometimes know for their business they have to do a vision and a mission statement and a business plan, but what you've done is a mission statement for your life, and that's very different, very different because you broke it down into every facet, you know, the spiritual, the physical, every part of your life and broken it down, and what you wrote is absolutely gorgeous. And Thank you. Yeah, no, I really, really like it, and, and I say kudos to you for doing that. And your quote, again, it's one of my, it's my second favorite uh, quote, whether you think you can or you can't, you're right, by Henry Ford, and that goes back to everything you're saying. It doesn't matter how you color, just do it. Yep. 
Exactly. And, you know, and it's it's all in your mind. So do you have any last words, anything else you want to share? Anything you can think yeah, of? Yeah, I would just say to all your all your listeners that you are, I mean, you've heard this, probably heard the speech, Powerful Beyond Measure. You really absolutely truly are. And when you can tap into that light inside and turn it on, you know, I don't know if you've ever listened to I hope you've listened to that speech if you haven't haven't. Go Google Powerful Beyond Measure. <laughs> but um, you know, it is not just for you that we do this. It is for everybody and it gives them permission to go out and live their life. You're an example. I will tell you so many people come up to me and say thank you. I don't even know what they're saying thank you for. But I later find out that because of something I did, I remember there's this woman um, when I started my blog, she, you know, she's a, she's not a wealthy woman at all. You know, she does, she, she didn't even she doesn't even have a washing machine. She has like four kids, um, and we were always giving her. Um, we were in this prayer group, and we were always giving her um, different things to to help out with the kids. And she's like, well, you gave me a voice. I started blogging. She's a great cook. I said, you should blog some of your recipes because they're amazing. And she started doing that. She started doing something that she was excited about, which is cooking. And she started sharing that with the world, which, who knows, it's Thanksgiving almost, the time that we start reflecting about who we love and what we're thankful for and grateful for. And, you know, maybe one of her recipes will end up on somebody's table and warming their souls and nourishing their bodies. So, you know, it really is important to be authentic and be that creator, that childlike creator, because you don't know who you're going to touch. You don't know who you're going to change. And it's, and it's your, if I feel as if we're all connected somehow, um, like Holly and I always joke that we were meant to meet. Um, and I believe that, you know, if you're listening to my voice right now, that we are meant to meet. We were, we were, we were meant to impact each other. So, Thank you so much. I um, can't wait to hear how this has helped you. If it has helped you, please definitely connect with Holly or myself, and you can do that by going to my website, flowbradley.com. I have a newsletter that I put out. Um, if you opt into it, it's free. I give a lot of tips and tools that just help you to uh, manifest some of these concepts that I'm talking about, and, um, you know, and they're all free. So <laughs> definitely um, connect with me via my newsletter, and I can't wait to see how um, your life is um, Unfolding. Oh, thanks, Flo. And definitely, everybody, um, connect with Flo. And again, don't just read her stuff. Engage with her. Let her know you're there. You know, introduce yourself. It's all about engaging and being present. And you never know where the relationship, you know, will lead the two of you. And, um, you know, Flo has an amazing amount to share and can really can really help guide you on the path that you're you're really meant to be on. So, Flo, thank you so much for uh, being on and sharing with us, and I wish your husband the best of luck. Delta is a great airline. I love uh, flying on Delta. It's one of my favorites. So good luck with well, that. Well, girl, I will, I will tell you, you know, I get free buddy passes. So. Oh, Yahoo. Okay. So friends probably free, just so you know. I didn't know that. I like that. <laughs> Family flies free, and then, you know, you can give, I think it's six buddy passes a year. So 
Awesome. Well, we'll have to, I will come out to see you. Yeah, I was going to say, you'll definitely, we'll have to go spend some time, you know, together. We'll take a break. Absolutely. So thanks again. Thank you. And to all those listening, thank you so much for joining us today on New Rules for Your Life and Your Business. If you enjoyed today's show, please hop on over to hollyrovinger.com and subscribe so I can keep you updated with our new podcast as they come out. And for those listening on iTunes, I would also appreciate your liking the podcast, subscribing to it, writing a review or testimonial if you are so inclined, and please share with your friends that can possibly be helped by all this information. If you have any questions or there is a new rule you would like to discuss, please contact me through my website. I absolutely love hearing from my listeners. So have a great week, and remember, always have a positive mindset so you can live healthier and wealthier and happier with passion. And this is Holly signing off for today, but before I go... Flo is living her purpose and her passion. And the question I have for all those listening, are you? Thanks for listening to the new rules for your life and your business podcast. If you're listening and you want to grab contact details for today's guest, information on resources mentioned, or any other show notes, head over to hollyrovinger.com for complete details. That's www.hollyrovenger.com. We would love to hear your thoughts on today's episode. So leave us a comment on the website or an honest review on iTunes. And to get regular tips to help you in today's rapidly changing world, be sure to subscribe so you don't miss any of the new rules for your life and your business.